0: Janine Kenny here with another great episode of Central Monmouth Advice Givers. Today, I'm talking with Melanie Chance. This woman is awesome, and you're going to fall in love with her. She's an artist and songwriter based out of Toms River, New Jersey. You get a taste of her music every week on our podcast. That's right. She created the music you hear at the beginning and end just for us. Does it get stuck in your head as easily as it gets stuck in mine? (laughs) You'll have to check out her artwork after you listen to the podcast, because trust me, you do not want to miss it. I met Melanie several years ago when I was a bartender, and she was playing in the duo Melanie and Sunny at the bar where I worked. I knew she was something special back then, but as I got to know her over the years, I learned just how amazing she is. Get ready to hear Melanie's story, her advice for following your dreams and living a life you love, and how she uses her talents to give back to community members of all ages. So, Melanie, tell us a little about how you started out with music. Um, is this something you've been doing since
1: childhood, or did you get into it later in life? Um, well, actually, I played the flute in, like, fifth grade. Oh, I, me like, too. It. Oh, really? <laughs> I hated every minute of it. Oh, really? I, <laughs> it came, like, pretty easy, so I was like, oh, I mean, not in the beginning, but so I kept it through high school um, as just kind of, like, an easy class, <laughs> okay. just because it came easy, and it was fun enough. And then, um, uh, music and art kind of go hand in hand with me. I always kind of drew and knew I could kind of sing. Like, I could hit the right notes, but didn't necessarily think I had a good voice. Uh, I've heard I mean? you saying you have a good voice. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, once people started telling me that, I was like, well, maybe I do. Um, but so, uh... The first time I tried to, I could always draw, like, cartoons and stuff. Like, copy, you know, like, Mickey Mouse or something like that. And it would right. look like it. But I didn't think that made me an artist. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, so, like, I think it was the year before. It was my sophomore, no, my junior year of high school. And I had really kind of gotten into drawing uh, more often. And I tried to draw from a real, real picture. Okay. And I was like, wow, this like kind of looks like that and it, it made me feel more like an artist than just like drawing someone else's cartoon right and um so then I got really into it that year and I talked to the art teacher about trying to do more art classes because I just like fell in love with it and I was like this is what I'm gonna do I had always been creative um but I didn't know what I wanted to major in in college right Who So does? that kind, <laughs> yeah I know um but I just like had always been creative like from the beginning. Um, I like learned to crochet at four. I was oh, also an oldie. I'm jealous. The <laughs> my grandma taught me, and I just was always making stuff. Like I wasn't the kid that uh, wanted to play with Barbies or anything. I was the kid that was crocheting Barbie clothes for my sister's Barbies. That's like, great. Like she would I love make it. requests and stuff. Yeah, so I always did that kind of stuff, and with always without patterns, and um, I could always just sort of figure out how to make something from nothing mm-hmm. without guidelines. Okay. Um, which I feel like I still do, and that's, like, my one, uh, my real strength. Um, and then, uh, so I talked to the art teacher at the end of junior year and asked him if I could do a couple art classes to kind of build up a portfolio because I didn't have anything to uh, apply with right, for art school. Um, and uh, he... He got it approved for me to be in Art 1 and 2 to go into the city a lot uh, to museums and stuff for classes. That's awesome. Yeah, so they had, I went to Early Decision Day on November 11th, I remember. (laughs) Because I was like so It's so funny how those things like stick out in your mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, And uh, with literally everything I had done in Art 1 and 2, which aren't. Not, like, portfolio-worthy pieces, you know what I mean? Right. Like, they're, like, color studies and stuff. But I just put everything in, and for some reason, the head of the art department saw raw talent and accepted me, like, after three months of art classes. That's incredible. Crazy. You must have been over the moon. And you I were, was, what, like, 17? Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And then, since I got accepted so early, I had a, you know, I was in two art classes, band, playing the flute. Mm-hmm. And, like, my only real hard class was, like, I kept AP Calc. Oh, God. Um, that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> but, like, that was, like, my sanity. Because that was, like, I had to have some sort of balance with, like, everything art. and You know? I had, right. like, Calc, English, two art classes, band. So you needed something, like, logical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always liked, like, the math and the sciences. Okay. Um yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, but so then after that, I had a lot of downtime, and I started, I had, like, picked up, my sister played guitar a little bit in band, mm-hmm. and I had kind of messed around. I was always, like, one of those people that could pick up an instrument, and just kind of mess around and make it sound good. That's, yeah, again, jealous. Like, <laughs> yeah. My dad's always been like that, too, so I, I definitely get that from him. Um, but then, because I had so much downtime, I just like fell in love with the guitar and started playing all the time. And um, you know, when I was learning songs on, you know, Ultimate Guitar and some <laughs> her YouTube tutorials, um, I was singing along so that I could, you know, know where I was in the song and everything. Right. And uh my parents would hear me practicing and be like, You have a really good voice. I'm like, they are my parents, they have to say that. Like I don't actually have a good voice. Um And then, my dad gave me the Nora Jones "Come Away with Me" CD, Mm -hmm. and I felt like I kind of sounded like her. And if she had a voice that she was like winning Grammys for that album, yeah, I remember. Um, And if she had a voice that people wanted to listen to, and not just a good voice, um, then maybe I did too. And that's when I started like believing that maybe I had some sort of talent with music, right? And now fast
0: forward now you're I mean I'm doing both. It's so Yeah, you're doing both. You're you have an amazing career doing both. Like that's what you do for a living and it's so I mean you're living your dream. How much better can it get than that, right? No. That's awesome. Yeah. And now, you've come a long way even in the last several years. I know when we met, I was bartending, so I've Mm -hmm. come a long way too long. Um, And you were playing in the local bars on Friday and Saturday nights for a bunch of people who just were not not worthy of your talent. Uh Um, So now, what what are you doing now? Tell us a little about now what you're doing. I know you're not playing much in the bars anymore, Mm -hmm. um, and you're focusing more on giving back to the community, um, Mm -hmm. which
1: I love. So tell us about that. Um, well, first of all, I play uh, in a duo called Melanie and Sunny, right. and Sunny is actually my mom's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, people, I love how you keep it all in the family. <laughs> yeah, we really do. <laughs> We're yeah. going to have to talk to them again in a, on another yeah. episode. Yeah, oh my god, we could have so many different arrangements. Yeah. The way we work together. <laughs> um, but so we've been playing together for over seven years. Her, uh, a couple months after I graduated from college, he left his brothers. him and his brother's band and wanted to do an acoustic duo. and. Um, you know, stop playing from like 1030 to 130 in the morning and Mm -hmm. try to do more, uh, happy hours and that kind of more of like a wholesome thing rather than like a full band feel. And, uh, I was waitressing and so terrible. (laughs) So I was like, yes, please. (laughs) So I moved back down here, uh, from the Montclair area and, uh, and we started and kicked it off with like 16 gigs in the first month. Wow. And my mom did all of our bookings. She's my momager. Your momager. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she always said, who's going to be more passionate about her boyfriend and her daughter than she is? And she's got so, a great point. Yeah, and she's great at it. So, um, uh, yeah, so we've been doing that for seven years. And over the past, I feel like two years, we've kind of tried to. Um, really be reworking our music to try to get on soundtracks for TV and commercials and movies and stuff like right. that. Right. And podcasts and podcasts. Yes.
0: In case anybody didn't know that awesome music at the
1: beginning of and and end of every show is done by Melanie. So thank you for that. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Um, yeah. We're trying to do more of that kind of stuff. That's TV is something I've always loved too. Yeah. Um, so I try to incorporate that in my art. Like I'll do collages of uh, little, like, drawings from TV shows. Yes, and uh, your office collage is one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> the blue teapot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I have that. I have, my husband made <laughs> Oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, look at that. There it is, <laughs> the blue teapot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so, like, to be on soundtrack is, like, the dream for a like, TV geek like me. Right. Um, and there's pretty good money in it, too, especially for independent artists. Like, people don't realize that, but if you're going to... You could either pay you know, like a Stevie wonder or me, right. For a commercial. That's a still a lot of money for me. And I, my song gets to be in a commercial. Right. Versus like Stevie wonder you're paying. Like exactly. I can't even fathom the, so amount the producers of money. are saving a ton of money ton and money. it's better for you. And it's still great music. Exactly. Yeah. So, and it gets a lot of exposure for independent musicians, which is really cool too. Right. Um, so we're doing that kind of stuff. Um, and then in the meantime, we've cut back on um, like the bar gigs. Right. Uh, so that we don't have to be playing to no one that's really listening because <laughs> that's not what music's about. Right. Um, uh, and instead, we're kind of uh, uh, redirecting ourselves to play um, nursing homes. We've always played nursing homes, but we're trying to play more because mm-hmm. um, they love it. They even, some people dance, and it's just like you can tell you're. Brightening someone's day. Yeah, that's awesome. Sometimes. Tell
0: me tell me what that's like, because I, I would imagine it must be so much more rewarding than the end of a night in a bar, you yeah. know, to, to be finishing up a set and closing down shop at the end of the night in a nursing home.
1: Yeah. I mean, the thing is, too, that even though the bars, like, I have so many horror stories about, <laughs> like, how we were treated at bars or, or just, like, not... The worst, I think, is to feel like you're not even there. Yeah. Because, like, music, like, that's, like, the universal language, right? Like, everybody can feel something from music, and and that's what it should be about. And when you're playing the back of heads that are looking at phones or TV screens, you're like, what, a, yeah. just throw on the radio yeah. and give me the money still. <laughs> but <laughs> we can come up with an entire
0: podcast series of like 300 episodes just on what's far
1: story. Yeah. nightmare. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. But like, and like the difference is like a nightmare story in like a nursing home is like the, a drill goes off or something or like, um, uh, one time, um, this one lady thought that, uh, Sonny was Justin Bieber. Oh, no. Oh. It, was, it was the best, though, because she was, she was like, hardcore fangirling. Oh, gosh. That's then, so cute. It was so cute. And, like, and it was kind of hard to concentrate. <laughs> but, like, that's the worst thing that happens at a nursing home. No. You know, that somebody thinks you're a pop star or something, you know? Yes. And they're, like, sitting there. They're obviously very captive. Um, <laughs> they're sitting there maybe falling asleep. That's okay. I'm tired too. (laughs) Um, and just loving it. Like requesting songs. A lot of people we played, uh, we played this one, um, care one in Jackson Mm -hmm. and they have a word that's, uh, an assisted living word for people with, um, like brain, uh, injuries or like they have to have some sort of memory loss. That's the memory loss word. And we played there and, um, and there was a lady that just like kept walking, like she couldn't sit down and was kind of like agitated, like you couldn't really go near her. But every time she walked by, she was singing the words. Oh, you're like, oh, just like, connect. oh, I got goosebumps, right? Music just connects with it's the different part of the brain that just like always stays there when other things could happen. Like, and you have to keep walking, you have to keep walking. But when you're walking by the music, you're feeling it, you're in yeah. that moment with the with the people playing it or the radio or whatever. That's, that's awesome. I love yeah. that. Or people that are nonverbal. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, at this, at another place we play, um, there's one guy that I don't think he really talks. He just kind of like screams everything. And he's kind of like strapped down in the chair to protect himself. And, um, but he always, um, he like knows the words to every song he sings them at the top of his lungs. It is the cutest thing. Everybody hates them because they're like, (laughs) Like, I imagine it's gotta be a little annoying but at the same time, like to see that
0: you're making that impact on somebody is just
1: incredible. Yeah, oh my god, we love it.
0: Yeah. And now on the opposite end of that, so you have the nursing homes, but then Mm -hmm. you also just finished the project in a school. So you're starting with kids and uh, with kids, not People at the end, people at the beginning of their lives. Yeah. So tell
1: us about that because that I love. Okay, I want to also talk about the the cancer uh, treatment centers. Yes, I don't want to forget that. Okay, we'll get back. We'll loop we'll back get, around okay. to that. <laughs> okay. So um yeah so I have done. I'm definitely a very um over um, overly ambitious. I don't know if that's the right <laughs> way to put it. I'm crazy. I think <laughs> with like what I think I can handle, but but I always end up. Everybody thinks I'm crazy, but, like, there's something in me that just, like, loves the challenge and knows that I could do anything I set my mind to.
0: I, I think that's something you and I have in common
1: and yeah. why we click so well. Because cool. yeah. I'm the same
0: way. People are always like, how are you doing this? I don't understand how you're getting yeah. it done. I'm like, I don't know. I get up. I do what I got to do. And yeah, exactly. I just make it work.
1: So, yeah, Well, I'm- and you're also somebody that kind of, like, works your own hours and yeah. you kind of have to answer to yourself.
0: Exactly. Right? You have
1: yeah. to, I have to have some discipline. Right, Um, and a lot of people couldn't do that. No. Like, my husband always says he doesn't understand, like, he doesn't like working at home. He has to drive an hour to Princeton every day. But, like, to have, like, to feel like you're in an office Mm -hmm. makes the difference. Right. And some people can't feel like they're in an office at home. Like, they'd just be laying around. Yeah. And when you don't have that option, you have to have discipline. Absolutely. Really... Know, know what you can handle, too. Like, I would never take on something that I felt like I really couldn't handle. Right. But I have taken on some things that I don't know why I think I can't handle. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Um. So, so uh, I've done... I'm on my fourth year-long project where I'm creating something every day. Right. And this is my first music one. I'm recording a song a day. And... Like covers and I'm doing originals every Sunday.
0: Right. And we'll make sure we get all of your Instagram and Facebook information at the end and in the the show notes so that everybody can follow you and follow along with this daily um,
1: art that you do because it's really cool to watch. Oh, thank you. Um, So I've done three art projects before this and the first one I did I found a book that gave guidelines every day. Mm -hmm. And just like one example was to decorate a cookie. And I was just really trying to stretch myself and what I could do because this was right after college. Mm-hmm. I was really wanting to do something more uh, with art again because I had kind of shifted focus to music at that point. Right. So, uh, like, what, the one was to decorate a cookie, and so I opened up an Oreo and, like, carved out Jim Morrison's face <laughs> in, like, the cream so that, like, the black and white made his face. That is so cool. And they all weren't that cool, but a lot of i was really proud of what i was making from just what was laying around yeah you know like yeah i mean it didn't just take food. some icing and decorate a cookie i mean you Which really need a lot made of people probably of would have right you know and um so one of my facebook friends had followed me that year that mm-hmm. was when we we first like met through a mutual friend and she she works in the Tom's River uh, school district mm mm-hmm. And they were looking for an artist to come into the, the sc- an elementary school and teach all of the students how to make an instrument out of recyclable materials. That's, that's so cool. Yeah. Who would even think like, of that? Like, that's just such I, an right? awesome idea. So, so she's trying to think of an artist, and she remembers my art project from... Five years ago, the Jim Morrison Mars- so Oreo, right, <laughs> yeah, right? I'm like, oh, thank god I did that Oreo. <laughs> and um, because you never know what people are gonna see, absolutely. That's why, that's why I love like Facebook and Instagram. Like, I try to use it only for uh w- work stuff because mm-hmm. you just like it's it is all about who you know, and yeah, and you never know who's watching you, exactly. Yeah. So, she called me up and asked if I would be interested in this, and I was like, um, yes, please. <laughs> And, um, so, so yeah, so I got hired for it and they just, uh, I, I just went in the school like two weeks ago. I had to design six instruments, one for each of the grades, mm-hmm. um, and kind of figure out how to make a balanced band out of it too. Cause they're going to be perform- performing.
0: Because just making the instruments wasn't complicated Wasn't enough. (laughs) They're
1: going to perform a concert, (laughs) yeah. So the music teacher is in on it, too. So he's teaching them a couple different songs, and they're breaking down the school into, like, three separate groups, Mm -hmm. uh, each group having all six of the instruments. Wow. And then they're going to perform for each other. Okay. But so, yeah, I had to – there's, like, a drum out of a kind of – like a coffee can or breadcrumb can with a balloon on top that makes, like, the drum sound and – a trumpet out of a paper towel tube with like a horn thing at the end and a water bottle, the top of a water bottle. Wow. So you can like buzz into it and make some sound. (laughs) There's a, oh, a harmonica out of popsicle sticks and rubber bands. It like, it actually sounds. You
0: have more creativity in your like little pinky toe than I do in my entire body. (laughs) I don't
1: want to take full credit for that. It was mostly Pinterest. (laughs) Well, Pinterest (laughs) is a wonderful thing. Yeah. Um, but then trying to figure out how to do everything uh, was not easy, and, and to figure out what the kids could handle too. Um, so the school was very involved in that, um, like thinking of what grades could handle making like, the popsicles versus the trumpet, and right. then be act- be able to actually make a sound out right. of the trumpet. You know, so um, but that was really cool, and I I got to teach over 450 kids. Plus their teachers wow. the week before how to make an instrument out of garbage. That's incredible. And they're going to perform with them. Yeah. It's the coolest thing I've ever done. I love that. Definitely. I can't wait to watch what you do next. Yeah. Like, me It's too. so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> me too. I can't wait to figure it out.
0: <laughs> so, all right. Let's not forget. Tell us about the, the work you do with the cancer treatment centers. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, um, we played at, uh, RCCA, which is in East Brunswick. It's a cancer treatment center okay uh, for the past seven years. And we're sponsored by the Chancey Foundation. Um, and uh, Phyllis Chancey Solomon runs it. And her husband had been a patient there and, mm-hmm. and saw a violin player and uh, wanted to continue the tradition. So they started this foundation um, to, have, to pay musicians, which is cr- a crazy idea yes, to some people, <laughs> um, to come and, and play. And we just play in the waiting room while for families and patients, you know, the patients are waiting either for just doctor's appointments or actual chemo in the back. Right. And the, and their families are waiting with them or um waiting there while they get the treatment and it's just the best. Like That's you great. see the most smiles there. Like people will just instantly walk through the door and are like it's it's crazy to see music just in a waiting room. Yeah. So I mean, what an uplifting
0: thing to yeah. to add to such an overwhelmingly negative experience. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's that's And sometimes amazing. we get to go in the treatment center, which is, like, actually in the actual room, mm-hmm. which is cool. And we play just unplugged. We just bring in our guitars, music stand. You must have just m- like... meet so many amazing people.
0: Oh, we really do. That's great. We really so do. So we'll we'll have to um, put in information about the foundation
1: also. Yeah. And we play for Monmouth Medical, which is the Joe Finn Foundation. Okay. He was a local Irish mu- music musician. And uh, his family raises money every year for this kind of thing, like to put music in hospitals, and it's the same, uh, the same like cancer ward or whatever. Right. Like the, we play the waiting room in uh, the hospital there, and then Vantage Point. They have like eleven different locations, so we're kind of affi- we're just affiliated with them, and they send us to the different places. Right. And so we're doing less bars, where we still play Captain's in in Fork and River mm-hmm. once a month, because they're great, they're fantastic people to work for, and they've always been great to us. That's good. Um,
0: and, and, then, it can, and, and it can people, be fun.
1: It can be, it's fun there. When people are, like, uh, I don't know, it, it depends on the place and um, Absolutely. the people you, yeah, you know. <laughs> and, yeah. The and the crowd. The crowd. Yep, I get it. And the thing <laughs> is, like, my mom always said that, um, when people are asking, like when the people booking mm-hmm. are asking if you could bring in people, that's a sign that there's, they're not, they don't do as well.
0: Okay. Because they're yeah, depending on sense. you
1: to bring in people. And we're not going to be able to bring in people if you can't. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there's That's so their job, not yours. <laughs> yeah. We should be a bonus to your patrons. exactly. And so the Captain's Inn is always packed and... For a reason. And we're just a, a thank you to... Right. That's what she says. That's great. So, yeah. So we wanted to keep that up for the people that like to come out to see us, too. It's kind of like this big family now. A lot of them are at my wedding.
0: Oh, wow. But yeah, we've met <laughs> really cool people through this. That's awesome. Um. Yeah. So now... All right, so my son, Spike, he's 10. He just mm-hmm. started drum lessons, and he's mm-hmm. super excited. And we saw him just randomly get on a set of drums last year, and he's definitely got some natural talent. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give for a kid like that, or any kid who's aspiring, or not even just children, you know, adults, anybody who's an aspiring
1: artist or musician? What, mm-hmm. what would be, like, the best advice that you think you could give them? Um, well, I definitely think it helps to have that natural <laughs> I mean, really does. It feels great. So I'm not going to be an artist. Well, no, I think, <laughs> I think anybody could, you know, you. well, the thing is, I think, okay, two things. I think that, like, on that note, anybody could find their niche. Right. Like, not everybody could make instruments out of garbage. <laughs> or, like, that's, like, one of my things. I like to just literally work with whatever is laying around because I'm lazy and I don't want to go buy supplies or <laughs> I, I really believe I firmly believe that um an artist is somebody that could work with anything not like doesn't need like this brand of paint and this this uh sketch pad or this this kind of paper or something that's not an artist anybody can do that could go to AC more or something and buy all the right supplies and right. still not be an artist an artist is somebody that can literally work with anything that's they have laying around and make something. Right. Um, so I just want to say that because that (laughs) is, that it's actually funny because my last year of college, they, they had this one art class that was a prerequisite and you were supposed to, they added it. Mm -hmm. So you're supposed to take it your first year, but they didn't have it. Right. When I was in my first year. So I had to take it my last year and it was the, it would, the teacher was terrible. He talked about himself the whole time. It was four hours and 40 minutes long because oh, it was a double session. God. And it was the best class I ever had.
0: Oh. Because okay. he was a
1: terrible person and he would rip you apart. And the, all of the, all of the, um, we would have like one project a week because it was only once a week. Mm-hmm. And it would be this big project. And, uh, you know, once was like, Make make a dress out of something other than material, and so I chose paper. And I and he gave us a company, and I had uh, Barnum and Bailey's. Mm-hmm. And so I had to I like wove like a top out of paper and painted it and had like a whole big. I don't, I don't even know how I figured <laughs> it out, but that class was the class that I felt I re- finally found my niche, and okay. it was to use like unconventional materials and. Just whatever I had laying around. I was a poor college kid. I was Listen, not going to be able to go out and buy stuff. So there's and hope for
0: us all yet. <laughs> yeah,
1: there. I really believe that, yeah. Well, it's whatever it is. It doesn't even have to be creative, right? you know. Um, but uh, another thing I'll say about musicians and, like, people uh, doing creative things is that I feel like this is, like, the time you could do anything with, with the Internet, yeah, um, very true. Like and to post as much as you can because you never know who's watching and that we're at this point where we don't even have to leave our houses to do anything. Like we're recording a podcast in my apartment right now. Yeah. Like that's so cool. Sitting very comfy on a couch. It's yes, awesome. <laughs> with our shoes off. Like yes. what? <laughs> like that's so cool to me. And and I feel like um there are a lot of people that still don't realize that. Like we I've recorded two albums. And I'm now recording uh, music that is of the quality to be in TV shows in Sunny's living room. That's awesome. I have we have done all that in Sunny's living room, and as an independent artist, not on a label, I have been able to. Um, we go through CD Baby to distribute our music, and they put it on iTunes and and Amazon and everything. And I've designed my own website through their um, like partner. Uh, host hosting site and you can literally do everything yourself and that's awesome but you should also know that if you're not good at it don't do it yourself (laughs) because (laughs) there are other people that are good at stuff that you aren't yes you can't you can't be good at everything no you can't and that's something i've found that has been hard for me to learn too awesome but yeah well we'll definitely
0: dig more into that next time i think that's something again we could we could sit here and talk for hours yeah um is there anything else you want to tell us? Can you make sure we all know how to get in touch with you and where to follow you? I know you have an Etsy shop, Instagram, Facebook.
1: No. Okay, so we'll music, music. Um, uh, so we didn't really touch on this, but so uh, besides Sunny, I, my mom co-writes lyrics with mm-hmm. us, and my husband co-produces, and he also plays bass, and uh, so we, the four of us, call ourselves the Better Half. Um, and that's how we're releasing all of our music for soundtracks and everything. Okay. Now. So, um, you can go to the better half okay. for all our videos and music and everything that we can offer you, like recording, sunny records, uh, other people too. I just out of the living room, which is a lot cheaper than you're going to get going to a studio. Right. Um, and, uh, and also guitar lessons and stuff like that. We, we try to, <laughs> we can do like <laughs> between the four of us. Yeah, my husband also went to school for marketing. Okay, so we're like, and my mom does all the booking. We're like a big, like you said, like we try to keep it in the family. All right, we're
0: definitely going to be doing a part two or and three, <laughs> or four of this. Yeah. So stay tuned for more Melanie in the future. Okay, um, tell us uh, uh, the links for your Etsy shop and Instagram.
1: Uh, Instagram is the Prince of Pop. And that's Prince, P-R-I-N-T-S. Yes, thank Pop. you. I forgot <laughs> about that. Um, and then my Etsy site is com. Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. All right,
0: is there anything else you want us to know about you today?
1: I don't think so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm sure think, you'll think of a hundred like things just... <laughs> as soon as I turn the microphone off and we'll have to start making yeah. a list for our next meeting. Oh, I know. I feel like
1: I just, like, talk forever.
0: Oh, it was great. Okay. All right. Thanks, Melanie. Thank <laughs> you.